James O'Brien, the 2011 12-hour as the event promoter and organiser. How did you see the event unfold over the three days of action? Well, we were very happy with the result. Uh, obviously, a lot of changes this year. The main one being the introduction of GT3 vehicles uh, into the equation. Um, quite frankly, that was an outstanding success. Uh, we have a bit of work to do to get some of those... Uh, production car boys back onto the grid. We'll, we'll, we'll hope they'll be back and uh, obviously I think we'll have significantly more uh, international GT3 entries next year. It is a risk to make a change from a successful formula or a formula that was developing. Are you satisfied with the decision and with the response? Certainly the, the Joss team has uh, given after their one-two finish. Are you satisfied with that outcome? Oh, definitely. It wasn't, um, it wasn't actually a hard decision to make. Well, first of all, uh, the intention was that GT3 would always be eligible for the race. It's just taken some time to actually make that happen. Um, secondly, production cars are great. Big fields, good racing, uh, and they'll always be welcome here. But uh, in terms of achieving our objective of, of an international event, um, it needs to be, GT3 need to be eligible. So, uh, uh, easy decision to make and uh, happy with the outcome and, and hopefully we can grow both classes or categories of, uh, of entries uh, next year. Long-term planning for an event like the 12-hour, how many years do you have to set in place now or is your long-term plan for getting this event to the status where it's on par with a, with a Bathurst 1000 race? Yeah, I... I I won't use, uh, I don't like to compare it to the 1000. I mean, the 1000 is, is the race in the country, I think, and I think it always will be the race in the country from a, from a domestic point of view. Uh, you know, we'd like to create the international race um, with due respect to, you know, obviously, to Formula One, which, which could come and go, but it's obviously in Melbourne at the moment. But, um, you know, we would, we would control the destiny of the, of the event because, you know, obviously the circuit owners are council and, and uh, it can't be taken away from us, can't move it anywhere. So um, really it's a, sort of a three to five year plan to where we want to be. Um, but, you know, I would love to see 72 cars on the grid, combination of GT3 and production cars and, uh, uh, you know, a healthy number of international competitors and if we can get some factory teams as well like we did this weekend, that, that's, you know, that, that's a bonus. This event, uh, the 12 hour, has had a couple of incarnations, but the race weekend that we uh, just had in February was sort of uh, out of the Bathurst Motorsport Festival. Now, I believe you're trying to get uh, the Bathurst Motorsport Festival in another guy's up and running at Easter time. Yes, it, it sounds a little very confusing, but uh, we started, the 12 hour started as the Bathurst Motor Festival because we didn't have enough time to implement the 12 hour. So we implemented the Bathurst Motor Festival in terms of the date, getting the framework around it, and then introduced the 12 hour the year after into the equation, then it morphed into the 12 hour. Um, but having done that, it sort of proved that A, there was demand for categories to race here at, uh, at Mount Panorama, and Easter is a, a pretty popular date. So um, council keen to maintain that Easter tradition. So the simple plan, or the, you know, the, the solution seems to be um, reinvent the Bathurst Motor Festival just without the, the intention of a head, no headline act per se. So um, production sports will, will, um, will sort of uh, take a lead role with their mini enduros. Um, but, you know, five race categories, two regulation categories, a race meeting, um, but uh, just a slightly lower level than this weekend. 
Obviously then the Bath City Council and uh, the Mount Panorama Circuit will have three tiers of racing. The, the 1000, which is, as you said, domestic. The 12 hour very much focused on GT3 and the international formula. And then this festival would be something for the pure races, the Australian races that are just above club level. Yeah, I think that, that that's the formula. Um, and uh, this place needs to be utilised more often. Having said that, you can only do full five events a year, five major events a year, and, and it sounds easy to say, well, we should have five, but it, it, it takes time to, to build things here, and it's uh, yeah, you can't you can't just walk in off the street and start and start running. There's a lot of work to do to get it um, functional and operational for race day, and it's expensive. It's regional, it's a big circuit. There's a lot of costs involved, and and that's why you've seen over the years a number of events come and go because they, they're not commercially viable. Everyone thinks Bathurst, Bathurst, licence to print gold, yeah, um, licence to print money I should say but that's not the case so it takes time so you know, council are my partners in the, in the project and you know, through that partnership we, we, we both bring certain things to the table and, um, and then we'll develop that, develop the event on a sustainable platform rather than just coming in thinking I'll run it it'll work and, uh, and unfortunately that, that hasn't been the case on numerous occasions. Bathurst was synonymous at Easter time, certainly when I was growing up, with motorcycle racing. Is there any uh, opportunities to have motorcycles back as part of the Bathurst Festival? No, it's, it's uh, not, not something I'm looking at. Um, I think those days are, are gone in terms of um, safety and regulations. That I don't think you'll see that around the circuit, circuit again. Um, I think it'd be great to have bikes here, even as just a bike a bike event, but uh, you know the way we're going with uh, <laughs> with safety and regulation and the like, which is obviously a good thing. I think that'll prohibit that, and uh, I think the only chance bikes will get back here is if there is a second circuit associated with the mountain. Obviously, uh, we're here today. Uh, oh, I'm here today as part of the V8 race uh, experience and. Uh, the opportunity for people now to be able to go out in a race car and drive around the mountain and obviously they're tacking in on the back of your event at the 12 hour and also going to be doing that in the Bathurst Motorsport Festival. It, it is an, a very unique experience for Australian fans that uh, can't necessarily afford or don't have the inclination to set themselves up in their own race team. Yes, it's, um, I think we hopefully we've, we've struck on a winning formula here um, uh, we've got the circuit and obviously uh, the ability to, to operate it um, uh, um, for multiple days and uh, VA Race Experience, this is their core business at, at tracks around uh, around Australia so it sort of made sense to uh, um, for them to really to bring their setup and their database and their, their expertise and tack it on to, uh, to an event here. Um, Obviously, uh, for us, it, it makes it assists in uh, in the costs associated with with running the event, um, because obviously the costs to do an extra day are uh, a hell of a lot less than setting up your own your own event, and um, and obviously for for, uh, for the public, you know, to get a chance to go around here, I think we'll see today when these guys come back whether they've done Eastern Creek, and you know, there's a lot of good tracks around, but nothing compares to this, and I think there'll be some very big smiles at the end of the day. Logistically, when you look at the 12-hour. What is the, from start to finish, what's the time frame of uh, your operations involvement at the mountain? Logistically, it's, not, it's, quite, it's quite short, uh, probably only 10 days out from the event um, to, uh, to get it up and running. Um, and you could do it even a little, a little tighter than that. So it's, it's not so much a time factor 
such as a street circuit like uh, Indy or Formula One. It's it's more the um, the intricacies of the of the circuit, the nuances, the things that need to be done that aren't done anywhere else. And then obviously just the co- the costs involved. As you said, there's, you need to bring in a lot of um, uh, a lot of contractors and suppliers to to get the event functional. And um, obviously we try and give a lot of business to the local community, but often that that needs to come from from uh, from elsewhere. So when you factor in uh, all those costs, you can see how uh, how uh, how the bill starts to tally up. All in all, 2011, from uh, all your um, markers, all your benchmarks and uh, all your goals, do you think you achieved them? Yeah, I, I'm satisfied. Uh, I'm obviously ecstatic that um, uh, that we had the Audi team come over and, that, and that'll probably accelerate our, um, our planning and uh, our objectives in our, in, our, um, in our strategy probably by a year, I would say. But no, no very happy and, um, uh, you know, crowd was up uh, media awareness and exposure was definitely up uh, uh, website live streaming up uh, corporate up uh, you know, licensing merchandising up so everything's going in the right direction um, the only thing I'd be critical of you know, personally is that um, uh, that obviously we've, we've dropped well below our number of cars from the year before and that's something I hope we can rectify next year and get, get back into the 40s next year it would be would be the next step Well, we wish you all the very best as you prepare now for the Easter weekend and the Bathurst Motorsport Festival. Thanks, Craig. Good to talk to you. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.